You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, fellow patriots. It is good to be back. You are listening to On Point with Victor, and I am Victor Armendariz. So sorry I missed last week, folks, but I, um, I, I'm sure that uh, the uh, folks here at America's Web Radio indulged you with some best of Victor, so hopefully it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> the IT guy's looking at me right now going, eh. <laughs> but folks, it is so good to be back. Uh, there, you know, it, it, it's hard to miss a week because the, the, the news cycle never stops. And with today's left, uh, how should I put this to try and put this nicely? Because I have guests in the studio today. And those of you who are watching us live right now, there, there are a couple of guests sitting here, and I will get to them in just a few. It's going to be a fantastic show today because my guest today, uh, she's outstanding. And, and those of you who are in District 4, those of you who are tired of dealing with Hank Johnson, you're going to want to hear what my guest has to say today. So, uh, so stay tuned for that. We will get to that right after the first break. Uh, but I want to touch on a few things. Like I was saying, the news cycle never stops. And with today's left, leftist and, and the, the, the Democrat party of today, which is the socialist party in America today, uh, borderline communist, some of them. I mean, look, folks, just take what Bernie Sanders is saying today. Now, folks, I tell you guys all the time, I don't sit here and make this stuff up. I don't sit here and try to be inflammatory to try and get ratings. I don't have to do that. All I have to do is repeat what today's latest uh, program or latest uh, words uh, out of the mouths of some of these Democrat socialists who are running for president. All I have to do is repeat what they're saying, and that's inflammatory enough. Uh, but if you if you want to challenge me, Hey, knock yourself out. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, but all you've got to do is look up, for instance, this morning, look at what Bernie Sanders is saying. Bernie Sanders, after tipping his hat yesterday, that it might be time for the government to take over or the government to, quote unquote, control uh, speech, to control the media is where he's going with that, folks. Uh, now he's out today talking about nationalizing the energy production of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, without energy production, we don't have an economy. And if we turn that over to the government, if we let this big federal behemoth that sits in Washington run by a bunch of uh, – Let's just, again, I'm trying to be nice today for my guest. <laughs> uh, but if, if look at what presides in D.C. Look what presides in the swamp today. Uh, they're politicians. And, and when I say swamp, I'm talking about both sides. You've got some establishment Republicans that need to go. You've got a de- Democrat Socialist Party of today that needs to go. Uh, but that town is run by these guys. And and you've you've got my goodness, for lack of a better term, crony capitalism that's going on in that town. Uh, you've got one side that's trying to squash capitalism. You've got another side that wants to play footsies with, with companies and, and put them under the foot of the federal government, and that's w- what turns into crony capitalism. 
And now you've got Bernie Sanders who's, who wants to take the energy production, the engine of our economy, the engine of freedom, the engine of liberty, and he wants to put it under the control of the federal government. How the hell do you think that's going to work out for us, folks? Uh, you, you just, my goodness, I only have to go back to 2010 when Obamacare was run down our throats. That was basi- basically the government taking over health care. How is that working out for us? And I am sure my guest is going to have a few things to say about that today. But But think about it. Show me a program that the government, the federal government, show me a program that they work and run efficiently and and to where it becomes beneficial for the people of this country. Show me a program that promotes freedom. Show me the program that promotes liberty. Show me the program that successfully promotes independence, not dependency. Uh, you're you're going to struggle to find me those programs. You, you know, I the only thing I think the federal government does – pretty darn well and that's usually when we have a republican and president well let me say put it this way when we have a freedom loving liberty loving united states loving put the united states first kind of a president then we have a hell of a military because when when we put the effort to build our military and take care of our veterans then that is a that's an area where we do well when we when it comes to federal government but i can even go a little further there Look at what Donald Trump has done as far as helping veterans that no Democrat has done before. Obama didn't do it. Clinton didn't do it. And then Bush didn't do it. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. But when it comes to the veterans' health, that's a government-run system. And believe you me, we don't want that system for everybody. My goodness, we don't even – we need to do better for the veterans. Well, Donald Trump has stepped up, and, that, and they've passed that law – I think it was last year or maybe in the year before – where now veterans can go outside veterans health care and they can go get some private help when they can't get it in the veterans uh, with that in that system. Uh, so when you've got a system that of health care that takes supposedly takes care of the veterans that's run by the government, but those veterans have to seek private help and private hospitals, then how do you think that's going to work out for the rest of us? And you need only look, like I said, 2010 to look where we are now with Obamacare. It has absolutely flopped. But it's another show for another day. But I can tell you Obamacare is working out exactly how they planned. It was never planned to actually help people. It was just planned to take health care down so the government could 100% take it over with single payer, which is what you hear from Elizabeth Warren, from Bernie Sanders, um, from Cory Booker, from Kamala Harris, from – I mean, you name it. You're even from uh, the so-called moderate Biden. Uh, I mean, you know, Biden, if you listen to when he does make a coherent statement, uh, he he's spouting the same leftist jargon that you're hearing from all the other leftist uh, socialist Democrats. So don't buy into this business about Biden being this this middle of the rotor because he's not just listen to what he says he 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 wants to take over your health care but i'm jumping all over the place folks because we're just riddled with topics but here's something you want to look up go back to 2010 and the biggest lie of probably all lies in the in the past 20 years from a president that was told over and over again was 
Uh, if you like your health care, you, you can keep your health care. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Well, how did that work out for us? That's not the case. As, as, and, and folks, as I sit here today, look, I'm a cancer survivor and I had to leave my health. I lost my health plan in 2012 because of Obamacare. So I'm one of those who didn't get to keep my plan, didn't get to keep my doctor. So I'm a living proof of that. And now you've got Joe Biden standing in front of people, and I just can't believe that his handlers, and that's what they are, folks, they're handlers, the people around him, allowed him to stand in front of these of groups of people and say the same line. If you like your health care, you get to keep your plan. If you like that, he actually said that to a group of of unionist that he was trying to scam i mean that he was trying to talk to and so this is what i mean folks by when i tell you these things that you don't have to take my word for it you can look it up for yourself because the word i don't have to make this stuff up biden's doing a great job of just telling you who he is and he can't always tell you where he is but he but he will tell you what he is and what he's what he's about if you just listen closely and then uh warren and the rest of that crowd kamala harris and bernie sanders they're not even trying to hide it anymore they are 100 percent on the socialism train and they want to take this country and you with it now i i want to sit here and believe that we as a country that the majority of the people here do not want to go down the socialism road i have to believe that my fear is that we have such a state of indoctrination going on in this country and and when i say that folks some of you are probably going what do you mean victor by indoctrination well think about it who owns hollywood the left who owns most of your TV shows? The left. Who owns late night TV? The left. Who owns media? ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, CNBC, MSNBC, CNN. The left. All of those voices, PBS, the left, NPR, the left. I mean, some of this stuff your taxpayer, your tax dollars are paying for. They all lean to the left. They all run cover for every Democrat nominee out there, for every socialist program being uh, thrown at you out there. All of these media outlets that I just named run cover for the left. And then all, and then over here to the center, to the libertarian, to the right, the Republicans, whatever you want to call us today. You have talk radio, and and you have a few hosts on Fox News. That's all we've got. So so maybe during the day we've got five, ten, thirty minutes, an hour, two or three, to to give you the other side, to make you think about what what the left's saying. We have this little pot of time over here, but the left has all those other avenues, and that's what I mean by indoctrination. So what my fear is that there's so much indoctrination and i didn't even mention education folks if you send your kids to government schools which also known as public schools from kindergarten to first elementary first grade through seven i think or six elementary school to middle school to high school to college and and most of these colleges are so left of the dial think of how long your child is being indoctrinated and if you're one of those parents that sends your kid off to school thinking, well, they're going to ta- train my kid, they're going to teach my kid, they're going to guide my kid, and you don't have to do it as a parent, then that kid is being indoctrinated day in and day out, day in and day out. If you're a good parent, and I'll use my parents as, a, as an example, when I came home from – and I went to government schools. I'm a product of government schools. 
But my parents, every day, my mother made me read to her while she cooked dinner. My dad made sure we were all at the table and had dinner together. They spoke about things. And when we got older, they spoke about things in the on the political realm. So they made sure we weren't just getting spoon-fed things from school. But I'll venture to say that when I was back back in school, in high school and elementary school, it wasn't as bad as the things that are being fed to students today. Um, you know, back when I was in school, trade was still taught. We had workshop. We had, my goodness, there was back in the day when we even had a, a gun club where we actually learned how to take care of a weapon and learn how to shoot. We had a bow lessons where we had to take a bow and arrow and learn how to shoot it. And we learned safety. And we had shop. I had to learn how to use a wood lay i had to learn how to weld I, all of these things i did in high school and or or in programs outside of high school that the high school didn't frown upon nowadays you don't see any of that all you see today is uh, the world is burning the amazon is on fire the the uh, i mean the amazon <laughs> you know that's probably a Freudian slip there but the uh but think but the the climate is going we're all going to die we're either going to drown because of floods we're going to drown because the the ice is melting we're we're no longer going to have iced tea because there's no longer going to be ice we're, uh it's either going to be that or we're all going to sweat to death we're going to melt uh which brings me to one of my one of my favorite movies and i'm not going to remember the name of it maybe one of my guests will remember the name but there's a movie with Selma Hayek and in this movie they're out on the it's uh she marries a uh, an American dude a white guy mm-hmm. and she's Hispanic and and her parent the the parents of the of the husband takes a look and says the white people are melting so that's just a good thing to, that's a good movie to go watch it's pretty funny all right folks we got to go to our break uh when we come back we're going to get into a discussion with my guest and and uh you're going to want to hear this so be sure to tune in we will be right back you're listening to america's web radio get your pen and paper ready if there's a move in your near future i'm here to tell you that the folks i used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armandarez. And 
This is America's Web Radio. Folks, check us out, uh, americaswebradio.com. Check us out on Facebook, America's Web Radio. We have a Facebook page, uh, YouTube. We have a live page there, America's Web Radio. You can also find On Point with Victor shows on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you want to email me at the show, it's victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. Look, I, I, I know a lot of you don't agree with me, and I, if you want to challenge me, please do so. If you can't do it during the live show, shoot me an email, and I will uh, – if you're good enough, I'll bring you on the show. Well, let me put it this way. If you're brave enough – I'll bring you in the studio, and uh, and we can uh, we can have a debate. We're not mean here at America's Verb Radio. We're really nice. Uh, I won't even call you names, uh, but if you call me a name, I'm going to kick you out. So that's just that's just the rules of the game. Um, but uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. This is this is uh, uh, this has just been a, a great show so far. And we're we're going by so fast, and and I know some of you wanted to hear my take on. Is President Trump crazy? Is he mentally ill? Because that's the narrative coming out of the media today. That's, you know, Russia collusion didn't work. Uh, Stormy Daniels didn't work. Uh, Trump's a womanizer didn't work. Uh, Trump's the devil doesn't, didn't work. Uh, so none of these things are working. So now the new narrative is going, is going back to, well, Trump's crazy. Trump's mentally this, that, and the other. When we've got, uh, Joe Biden on the other side who, can't tell you where he is at any given time, but yet he's he's okay. He's not crazy, but but somehow Donald Trump's crazy. So Donald Trump, in fact, who who just yesterday, I think, did a brilliant thing. Within the matter of three or four days, he had China looking one way, he had China going the other way, and now he's got China coming back to the table. And for any of you those out there who don't think Donald Trump is is one hell of a negotiator, you just keep thinking that. Because when the world thinks that, they're all being brought into these killer deals by the, only the man who – well, probably by the only man who could do it, which is President Trump. Uh, so much so that the little weasel – I mean the, the leader from uh, Macron from France, look what he did. Yesterday in the summit, that was nothing but respect that Macron was showing and, and, uh, and trying to get Trump to, to have lunch with him, which he did. And, and look what happened yesterday, folks. Macron went in and he wanted to talk about climate change and the world ending and this, that, and the other. And Trump looked at him and said, no, nah, we're going to talk about trade. And Trump sets the agenda. But yet – he he was able to get Macron to sit down and Macron to, you know, just look last year and you'll see what I'm talking about, how Macron tried to treat Trump at that uh, G summit last year. Compare it to this year and you'll see what I'm talking about. And again, folks, I'm going to tell you, whether you like President Trump or not. You've got to get to the point where you let down your emotions, let your emotions go and start judging this president on policy. Because policy is what matters. And if you're married to the letter D, it's time for a divorce. Now, I don't promote divorce and divorcing people on the, you know, and things like that. I know what happens. But it is time to divorce the letter D. Being married to the Democrat, it's, it's taking you to the cleaners. And it's just going to get worse. So, all right, I want to pivot now. My guest sitting here, and uh, I, I, I'm going to let, um, Josie, I want you to just introduce yourself real quick and and let the listeners know a little bit about your background, why you have that awesome helmet on, and what your plans are for 2020. 
You are so funny. I try. I, I love try. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> my name is Josira Cruz Isamudin, but uh, I'm going to be using my short name, which is Josie Cruz. Josie. Josie Cruz. And folks, if you're wondering, Josie is from Venezuela. I was born in Venezuela. Uh, I grew up in Venezuela. I experienced the socialism system in Venezuela that it destroyed the country. Wow. That what we see today. So you've got first-hand knowledge of socialism, bringing, oh, yeah. bringing down a country because Venezuela oh, yeah. at one time was was the the we had riches in that part of the world. Well, the thing with socialism, it doesn't matter how the country if it's rich or not. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, what it matters is the system. And we need to understand something about Venezuela. Venezuela is being into uh, experiencing the socialism system since 80, 90 years ago. But they did it in a, such a way that we call progressism. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a progress way of doing it. You know, little by little, mm-hmm. by changing policies, changing laws. You know, you know, Venezuela is one of the countries that changed the constitution the most country that, you know, this is the country that changed the most constitution how many times? M- multiple oh, times the constitution. Time. Wow. And that's exactly what they want to do here. Here. Here in United States. Wow. So um, Venezuela, um, like I say, yes, rich in oil, yes, rich in um, gold. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know. Yeah, so you've got minerals, you've got resources, mm-hmm. especially the oil. But, yeah, but, but with uh, socialism, doesn't matter. Yeah, when they start nationalizing everything, mm-hmm. the, the oil, but not only the oil, the, the health system, the education system, the um, the... Even they have a group of, of people who says what kind of business can come in the country and what kind wow. of business they cannot come. Mm-hmm. So all that when you when you analyze the 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 system of socialism, which is teaching people depend on the government, mm-hmm. that's what happened. You know, well, you, you said it right there, Josie. You're teaching people to be dependent. And that's and, what exactly what, what Elizabeth Warren and Sandy, um, Bernie Sanders Bernie said Sanders. last week. Please. They, they were talking to their, you know, their fans, mm-hmm. you know. Just have faith. Put your faith in government. Okay. See, now, Josie, <laughs> you said another. I, that You said that. What you said right there, I wish every media would pick this up and run with it today. Because... What you said, putting your faith, what what Bernie Sanders and Warren said, putting your faith, what they mean by this, government is their religion. Exactly. Government is their religion. Yes. Not, not anything else. Yeah, it's and then if you see uh, the education system and and the, um, the media system is teaching the kids and everybody that parents are not important, God is not important, mm-hmm. and the, what is important is the, is the government. The mm-hmm. government, when they give you, you know, the, woody, the, the, the goodies, mm-hmm. and when they supply you with welfare, and when they supply you with free and free, you know, even they believe the social media is, is part of the social, the, mm-hmm. you know, it's social, mm-hmm. socialism, it's right? So, mm-hmm. It's a confusion the kids well, that they, they have. they control it. Yes, and, and then, and then, the kids, the kids start disrespecting their parents, mom, mm-hmm. and uh, grandmas, and you know, brothers and sisters. They they don't have the fear. They mm-hmm. don't have that fear that we. Would. I mean, I, I, I am from 19.com, you know. <laughs> I am from that that time. But we grew up with the fear of you know um, respect mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. any older, elderly, right? But, but also the teacher. You, you were know? you were taught to respect your elders, respect your teachers, and mm-hmm. and by 
God you had to ex- respect your parents. Yeah, and, and then the respect of the fear, you know, the fear of the Lord too. And the, you had exactly. that before, mm-hmm. but the, today is not anymore about no. that. It's about okay, what can I get free? Mm-hmm. You know, the government. Well, it's about the government. The Democrats want to convince the world that we are no longer the land of the free, but we're the land of the free stuff. <laughs> and and we don't need to be known as the land of the free stuff. Um, why do you think a lot of people are coming, invading our exactly. borders? Mm-hmm. That's why I have this right here. <laughs> I was going to get know, to that. <laughs> build the wall because what I what I heard and what I re- <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. <laughs> what I my, on my investigation on my reading time is that a paralegals from Chicago mm-hmm. are going flying from Chicago like uh, 20 of them whatever number they're going to Chicago to Guatemala and Honduras and they are promoting the free state mm-hmm. and not, not the free state of Jones no I'm talking about the free state of United, the state. United States they are promoting that over there and they are the ones who are generating those caravans mm-hmm. okay and those caravans didn't start with uh, President Trump no those caravans came from before mm-hmm. from Obama but what happened is the media has it had it mm-hmm. right hash hash well they won't the media doesn't want to report things like that in fact Josie, if you research um, George Soros, he put a, he's the guy who put a lot of money behind the people down there that are organizing caravans. Yeah, and, the and, Open and Society. Be, yeah. The Open and, Society. Exactly. Mm-hmm, foundation and Pueblos, Pueblos Sin Fronteras mm-hmm. is, is the Spanish version. And then they are the ones who are promoting. And uh, some towns in those countries are ghost town now wow. because a lot of people are coming because they're here. trying to get and here. then why i'm wearing this because we need to secure our borders right. okay i have a house and i have a lock in my house you know with the door mm-hmm. i don't even have only the door but i have the lock right you know and then when i have the chance i'm gonna put a fan around the house right you know right well look at uh look at the elitist in in our politics the elitist the the uh Pelosi, wall around her house. Obama, wall around her house. Why is it okay for them to have a wall around their house? Because the they live a in a million, mm-hmm. millions <laughs> dollar houses, and they need yeah. to take care of that they house. Wanna, they so it's the same thing. It's the same concept that I mm-hmm. have for America. We are in a rich country, mm-hmm. and we need to take care of our country. Absolutely. First, we have to secure our borders. Second, we have to secure the life of the people who are living mm-hmm. in here, the Americans, yeah. and. Since I came here legally, yes, <laughs> let me repeat that. I came legally. here legally and I went through the process, okay, mm-hmm. by um, securing my residency. Mm-hmm. And then I have to wait like what? So you had to wait in line. Yeah, I wait like 11 years for me to become an American 11 citizen. 11 years. And then in order for me to become an American citizen, I study hard history. Mm-hmm. And I have to pass... Five questions out of a hundred questions with a hundred different, you know, with, right, with, right. with the answers. Mm-hmm. And then if I, I would have missed, uh, had a mistake in one question, nice meeting you, Miss Josie, Josira. See you in the next appointment the because next you appointment. need to pass all the five questions. And that's so. The at be. the end, I end up knowing a lot of more history that the kids today are coming out oh. from school and college. Josie, I would tell you right now, you probably have a better understanding of American history than ninety, well, probably eighty, ninety percent of the students that are coming out of school today. That and I'm, I mean, elementary school and high schools. Uh, I bet you have a better understanding of, mm-hmm. of, of how this country was founded 
and and what it means when I I always talk about this country as being the last bastion of freedom, the last bastion of liberty. If the United States falls, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, this is it. So, uh, so th- that those are some awesome points there, Josie. Um, we're going to go to our next break. We're going to go to the next break. When we come back, I'm going to ask Josie some more questions. We're going to get into uh, uh, her plans for 2020 because for those of you out there, and I know there are a lot of you out, th- out there in District 4 that, uh, that know me well and, and you listen to my show, well, you're going to want to hear what she has to say. So we'll get into a discussion about that. So don't go anywhere. This is a short break. We'll be right back. This is On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And folks, we're back. I told you that'd be a short break. Uh, okay, vamos a regresar con Josie. Voy a hablar poquito de español para la gente. De... No, I'm going to I'm gonna go right back to English, folks, because I know some of you are out there going, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pero Josie, hay veces que habla español, ¿verdad? En, en el campaign trail. And what I just asked her was that there are times when she probably could use Spanish on the campaign trail. Yes, sometimes. Uh, last night I had the... Um the opportunity to meet uh, a couple. Um, they, he was from Cuba and she was from Puerto Rico. Wow. And we had the choice and the blessing to speak Spanish in mm-hmm. front of everybody, you mm-hmm. know. Everybody was very understandable, which is excellent yeah. because that shows that America is not racist. Oh. <laughs> okay? That oh. shows mm-hmm. that um, our brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. either black or white, mm-hmm. they are not racist right. because they allowed us to speak Oh, Our language, and we can have a whole other show on that. But, but that is so true. When I, when I found, as and I've talked about this before, Josie, as when I grew up and went through high school and college, um, the groups that would approach me would just because I was Hispanic always assumed that I was Democrat. And then when I pushed back a little bit, they would get mad at me. They would call me names. But the the people on the right who I've always met, conservatives, libertarians, um, even the establishment Republicans, uh, they were always much nicer to me and much more. More welcoming, uh, and 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 it's because Josie, 
when you believe in freedom, when you believe in liberty, you believe in that for everyone. It doesn't matter. We, you, freedom is not based on skin color. No. Freedom is not based on a language. Freedom is based in the idea of Americanism. And yes, folks, America, the United States has a culture. Yes. We're a culture of and freedom. And we need to defend that and culture. Absolutely. Because if we lose, look, if you read the, the, the communist um, manifesto. manifesto, one of the points say that you need to destroy the culture of the of the country okay. that you intended yeah. to take to over. Take over. Yeah. Okay? So when they are talking, when they're the socialists, because I'm going to say name now, <laughs> when the socialists, Democrats, the comrades, attack our country, attack our constitution, attack our Bill of Rights, all right? They are trying to destroy the American idea. The know-how. The American dream. The uh, American way of living. Mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to do. Josie, you're so right. They want to destroy the ideals. They want to, they want to rewrite history and they want to completely destroy the idea of freedom and liberty. What they want to promote is the idea of dependency mm -hmm. and that everyone's a victim. And, and guess why they're trying to destroy and take away all those uh, statues and whatever. Uh, Chavez right. did it in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they want to hide what they mm -hmm. did in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. Because those statues, if you analyze their history of each one, mm -hmm. they are related to the Democratic Party. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> they we, are related to the Socialist mm -hmm. Party. We've talked about that on this show, where if you really want to get down to the nuts and bolts, and which blows my mind why so many black uh, people are married to the Democrat Party today, and why many, many Hispanics are being fooled into to an, an, an engagement with the Democrat Party, or the letter D, because when you, tra when you go back, folks, look up Woodrow Wilson. He was, he's a Democrat hero who basically rebirthed the KKK. And the KKK back when it started was a strong arm of the Democrat Party, just as Antifa today is the new strong arm of the Democrat it's Party. It's the same KKK with, with a different clothes. With a different different clothes. color. <laughs> I'm sorry. Different color. Right. I mean, why used to be white, dressing white before, but now it's, but it's the same mentality, mm -hmm. the same strategies, the same uh, trying to destroy what is American is yeah. all about. And since United States being founded, there is always being an attempt to destroy United States. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, the world. This is, is not. This is not something. New. It's not, and this the, is not the world new. has you know people. Someone, in fact, just yesterday was telling me, "Oh, but the rest of the world doesn't respect us." Well, I really don't give to you know what uh, uh, if the rest of the world respects us. And what I mean by that is, if the rest of the world does not respect us because they're jealous of the things we obtain, or they're jealous because the goals we set, they're jealous because we are the land of the free and we are uh, a, a country of liberty. Then you know what? Then I don't care if they respect us or not in, in, in those terms. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares if you respect me or not? You know what? You don't you don't give me anything for me to support myself. Exactly. And that's what the United States is saying mm -hmm. to all this country. I don't depend on you. Mm -hmm. You guys depend on me. Right. And that's to true. the point that Latin America from down from Mexico down south to Argentina. Mm -hmm. All this country Regardless, they like it or not, they need a United States to be a strong country. Oh, very much so. Because when they are in trouble, mm -hmm. guess who they call? Who do they call first? And it ain't 911. No. <laughs> the first, look, Venezuela, mm -hmm. lately, 
All these politicians came to Washington, yeah. collect millions of dollars. Uh, that's another issue for another day. Right. Okay. Right. So collect millions of dollars, take it back to Venezuela. Is Venezuela resolved? The situation is being resolved? No. no. But no. they need the money from United mm-hmm. States. Right. Basically, they need the money from us because mm-hmm. that's our yeah, it's taxpayer taxpayers' dollars. money. Absolutely. So, so when America goes over there, Yankee, go home. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. When Iran is over there, dead to America, but mm-hmm. they, uh, we are not going to sit down to talk to Trump until he lift up the, the sanctions. sanctions. But they want the money. But they want the money. Well, uh, they they want uh, another cash drop of uh, another cash. billion yeah. dollars that uh, the previous <laughs> president was. I won't even get into that. But uh, folks, I want to real quick. If you're watching us live and you're seeing the hat that Josie's wearing, if you can't read it, it says "Build the Wall." Oh, and yeah. and now Josie, I, just because we're going to run out of time, it's going to go by so fast. Now you are a candidate. You're a declared candidate for uh, con- for for United States Congress. You're going to run against Hank Johnson in District Four here in Georgia. Correct. That's correct. Excellent. We are in the process. Uh, my testing water period is finished. Okay. We are in the process right now of registration, registering okay. and getting all things together. Okay. Okay. I accept the candidacy. And um, I believe that uh, we can, the Republican and the conservative can win. The district district four. I would tell you, Josie, and this is something off the air we can talk about uh, because I know we're all going to talk at some point. um, Because I myself, for those listeners out there, some of them remember, some of all the new listeners may not know. uh, I ran. I was a candidate for, and I ran against Hank Johnson in 2016. And uh, Josie, I will tell you, there is an opportunity for someone of Hispanic, especially a woman. to make grounds and defeat Hank Johnson, uh, I, I had no help, no money, and I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, someone wants to know if the island is still going to sink, and by that they mean Guam. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make his seat flip. Flip mm-hmm. over so I can take him out and then. That's right. We're going to sink That's his. That's what we're going to do. We, the citizens, the citizens of the district number four, those Our, one who are voting, mm-hmm. you guys have the power to flip his seat. That's flip right. Flip it out. Flip it out. So let's, so let's sink Hank. Let's, let's sink, sink Hank. Russians. Let me don't put that. Hold on. I'm not going to put it that way because somebody's going to say that, that I want to do bad harm. We don't want to harm Hank, but we want to, we want to sink the seat. We want to flip the seat. Yeah, that's what I refer. Yeah, let's that's sink perfect. the seat. <laughs> and great. then uh, let me get in there yes. and, and do what we have well, to do. Well, there's an opening there because um, I, I didn't really have the support of the Republican Party. I didn't have uh, a big, big money train. Uh, but w- I did very well against Hank. And what I did was I went into the Democrat where if Hank went somewhere, I went in behind him. If there was an area that, that, that I knew was heavy Democrat, uh, I stood in front of the Walmart. I stood in front of the Sam's in Lithonia. Uh, I stood in front of the golden, uh, uh, I almost said something else because I call that a different name to my friends, but the Golden Corral Buffet, I stood in front of it uh, in Decatur. And I did these things because the message has to be taken to the Democrat voter because they have been voting for the same type of person, whether it's Hank or whether it was Cynthia McKinney, for years and years and years. And they all complain about the same. They complain about education. They complain about the lack of business. They complain about crime. They complain, complain, complain. How can you explain District Number 4 before uh, these people got in power? It used to be Mm -hmm. the school system in District Number 4, especially Mm -hmm. in the Cal. It was 
A plus yep. schools and today is F. Can okay. you explain yeah. me that? And Can you explain me how the security in district number four, especially in the Cal? I'm going to mm-hmm. focus in the Cal because mm-hmm. this is the mayor well, that's one. The main. You know, mm-hmm. how come before used to be so much security, you know, mm-hmm. so much and today is crime yeah. and crime and after crime yeah. and after, you know, after and sh- you can shooting that. and shooting, you know. You can trace that to that change of when, government. When, uh, and the change in the government. The change and of then, the government. And it's not only with the congressional seat that you're seeking. It's the city council. It's, it's the everything. mayors. It's, it's everything. It's, yeah. it's a, a domino effect. Mm-hmm. It's a domino effect. And then right. I can compare today uh, the decals, the cities of decals, uh, you know, close to the district number five. That is, you know, is right. you yeah. know, back and forth, back uh-huh. and forth. Yeah. Um, like a Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing that mm-hmm. that situation like a Baltimore over there with yeah. Cummins, Elijah and Cummins, you know? Oh, oh, it's infested, it's oh, yeah. bad, ja- it, the, the roads are not good. I mean, the ja- people are uh, complaining about crime. Yep. People, moms, mothers are complaining, yep. you know, how, you know, their kids, one mm-hmm. child got paralyzed over the weekend. Oh, you awful. know? One yeah. child got paralyzed because he was walking and he was in middle of the cross, the crossfire, mm-hmm. you know? No. Gunfire. Oh, no, he's in the gunfire. Uh, yeah, so, he was wow. in the middle of the gunfire, you know? That's terrible. That little child, he will never walk. Right. Okay, so mothers, I'm talking about, I'm talking to the mothers on district number four. Mothers don't want that, that kind mm-hmm. of situation for their kids. Mothers in district number four, especially in the car, they want the school to be good so their mm-hmm. kids can read and understand and they can have a better future. Yep. Okay, second, they need security. Mm-hmm. They need the police, you know, the police, the presence of the police in there. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we can talk about a lot of more stuff, but I'm going to let you. No, no, that's <laughs> perfect. And, and, and folks, when it comes to a district like District 4, the only way that we're going to make changes is is we've got to change the elected officials. And, and I will speak directly to District 4 right now. If you want to put yourselves on the map, if you truly, truly are tired and, and angry and, and mad because you don't get enough attention, you want attention, District 4? Flip that seat. Send Hank on a vacation and put Josie in that seat. You want to shock the system? Put Josie in that seat. Because nobody in this world right now, especially here in District 4 in Washington, believes that Hank will lose that seat. And if you want to shock the system and you want District 4 to be on the news every night, you want District 4 to be the light, you want Washington to look at District 4, send Josie I wanna to D.C. Do, I want to do the same effect that uh, AOC did, Alexandra uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to do the same effect, but benefiting the Americans. The American people. Know what she's doing. She's doing. She's benefiting the illegals. Mm-hmm. She's benefiting every other country, and, any social and culture. And country. herself. And yeah. herself. Because the first thing that she got paid, after she got elected was a $10 million for a documentary that she did because she won the election in New York. Wow. So you see, this is all about socialism. That's yeah. The leader, the well, leaders on socialism, they, they get rich. Josie, and the rest uh, of us, we live in a little yeah. house, two room, one bedroom <laughs> yeah. with five or six people living in the house. Right. Well, Josie, know? there's something that I always say on this show. Uh, socialism is never for the socialist, only for the people. So the elitist in socialism will always benefit whatever a socialist leader passes, they are never going to have to live by. Only the people. And, and a lot of times I'll refer to we the peasants. We the peasants have to live on government well on government health care, but not 
the elitist. The elitist will never live. In fact, Josie, you probably know the answer to this, and, I, and I'll bet Kat, your campaign manager, who's hiding from the camera, I bet he can answer. He knows the answer to this. But you show me an elitist in Washington, an elitist socialist Democrat, an elitist Democrat. They're all socialists now, but show me the elitist who sends their child to a government school. It doesn't happen. They don't. They Every have. One of them they even so. they they send their kids to university, and, and I. Well, honey, and I believe that if hold. they don't even pay for the school. The school is like a <laughs> they got like a right. grant exactly. for their kids. Well, hold that thought right there because we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some issues uh, that are dear to Josie's heart. So we will be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You really can't appreciate what someone has gone through until you walk a mile in their shoes. That is why we are bringing the second annual Walk a Mile in Her Shoes to Atlanta. We are literally asking men to walk a mile in high heel shoes to express empathy for women who have been victim of sexual assault. Are you man enough? If so, join us Saturday, October 5th at Historic Fourth Ward Park. For more information, go to AtlantaWalkAMileInHerShoes.EverydayHero.do. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we're going to get right back into uh, our talks with Josie. Um, Josie, I know you want to get into some some of the, your your really your your issues and your your what's really really on your mind and what's driving you to to unseat Hank. Um, I know immigration is a big one, so I want to. Why don't you touch on touch base with that? But there is uh, something I want to get to after that. I was very 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 pleased to see that you support the fair tax, a consumption tax idea. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, I I was a speaker for the Fair Tax Association in Georgia, and okay. I still. Give uh, gives whenever I can. We'll give speeches on on the fair tax to try to educate people. So that is a huge issue, and that is something that I think if President Trump picks up in a second term, uh-huh. would be would be amazing. Would be fantastic. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we we can start talking about that. So yeah, well, let's, with, let's, the, with the fair tax. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me make it short. Okay, you know? sure, And sure. then if you want more, Carlos, Ka- 
Carlos can definitely, you know piggyback on that. So uh, fair tax. Um, um, we are uh, I'm promoting the the part that are on sales instead of mm-hmm. you know that what we have. Right. So if we approve the twelve percent, it would be like three percent local, three percent state, and three percent federal mm-hmm. if it's 12 percent right okay and then if it's 18 percent it would be you know it right. would be four mm-hmm. local four percent local four six uh, percent um, local mm-hmm. uh six percent um gov- uh, state, state and then say six uh, percent federal, federal you know mm-hmm. that will uh is up it would mm-hmm. it would make it easier for oh, a lot a lot of mm-hmm. people, you know. And I know that I have a lot of um, elderly persons that are, the citizens came to me and they are complaining about why did they have to be paying taxes on their property when their property is already, already paid, paid off. Mm-hmm. So they are very upset about that. And uh, and why do I have to pay taxes because the money goes for the school? I don't have nobody going to the school, mm-hmm. you know. So those are issues that we can work it out. Absolutely, we can work it out. And then if it passes, oh, it would be a blessing for a lot. It would be huge. We would send this this economy. Look how well the economy is doing now. But it would do so much better. And and President Trump, this is one thing I would love to sit with him and talk about. Because if we got rid of the federal income tax and went to a consumption tax, we would become the manufacturing hub of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Companies (laughs) would would be lining up to get in this country to build manufacturing, which is what he's trying to do with the trade war. And, And I don't mind him fighting with China because as long as the end goal is to get to zero tariffs, uh, but that's another show. Um, but just by just by passing a consumption tax in the United States would create the biggest haven tax haven for the world. And we and buy a lot. We buy, we buy a lot. lot. We buy yeah. food. We buy mm-hmm. clothing. We got. We yeah. buy. You know the the, the accessories, the oh, new computer, the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, well, man. If you know if. If the liberals, the socialist Democrats, and the Dem- today's Democrat Party, if they really, really cared about the American people, if they really put people first, then they would all be on board with the consumption tax idea because the consumption tax actually taxes wealth. It doesn't tax production. When you tax production, you're punishing achievement. But if you go to a consumption tax, then you're actually taxing wealth because people will buy. People are going to buy, and you're you're taxing the buying instead of taxing the earning. Mm-hmm. So there's there's so many positives to this. Yeah, it's it's but, a uh, whole new approach. Mm-hmm. It is, and but the the left is never going to get on go board. Go ahead, Carlos. Because and basically, mm-hmm. you're taxing the GDP. Right. Other oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you tax the GDP? Your tax your tax um, base broadens. Mm-hmm. So the government receives more money, and the people keeps more, more money. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the people, well. when when the people keeps more money, mm-hmm. consume more. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a it's a good. It's a good cycle. cycle. Good yes. cycle to have, and mm-hmm. and the the what what the left hates, and some establishment Republicans, is they lose power. If we change to a consumption tax, it would be the biggest transfer of power from the federal government to the people since the revolution. Oh, and that, and that you know, socialism, yeah, socialists, socialists, those, those like socialists it. from the Democratic Party, they won't like, they won't they like that. They don't like it because you're going to be because they're going to lose control. They're going to lose control. And they and and if the, look, folks, if the Democrat Party doesn't create dependence. They don't get votes. Mm-hmm. The only way they can 
continue to get voted into office is by continuing to create victim classes, continue to separate people into groups, and continue to create dependency. And that's how Democrats gain yeah. votes. And that's why <clears throat> they, they divide want open us. borders. Yeah, they divide us in group, in little groups. Mm-hmm. The Latinos, the Hispanics, the, Hispanics, the blacks, the, blacks the, the Jews, the whatever, whatever, whatever. And then right. they keep us divided and it's for that. You right. know, to divide and, and to conquer. It's absolutely. They divide and conquer. That is their goal. And that's why they want open borders. Because right now, the Democrat Party is scared to death because there's internal polling showing that a lot of black voters are starting to look at the Republican Party and support Trump. And a lot of Hispanics, legal Hispanics, like my father who came here legally, like Josie who came here legally, like myself who's here, we are supporting President Trump. And the more of us that do, the more the Democrat Party panics. And that's why they want open borders, because an open border to a Democrat is a new voting block coming over to this country. They are they are sowing for the future. You know, they are putting the seed now mm-hmm. with the illegals right. crossing, because in 20 years, those kids that they're going to have now... They're going to be voting in 20 years. Right. That's a guarantee vote, voting mm-hmm. voters for the for Democratic, yeah. right? That's the seeds they've been planting with with all of the indoctrination that's been going on with government schooling and getting into these kids. I mean, look what they do. They scare the bejesus out of kids today by telling them that we're, the planet's dying, the the, mm-hmm. the sun's going to burn them mm-hmm. to death, and and that uh, Republicans want dirty water, they want dirty air. They, I mean, it's just awful what mm-hmm. they're telling kids today, but that could be a whole other show. But I know, so so no, I, I love to... it that, that, you're with, that you're on board with the fair tax, but let's talk a little bit. I, I know you've got some things to say about immigration. Okay. Um, since um, President Donald Trump won the presidency, right, the, the election, mm-hmm. and he became the president, um, and a lot of people are seeing the, uh, his agenda, mm-hmm. you know, the proposal, like everything come with a good, positive outcome, everything that he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then um, that is uh, what I call, it produces uh, what I call the, the Trump effect, the Trump effect is that a lot of business people are getting into the political arena, okay? Mm-hmm. But not only that, a lot of uh, minorities are getting out of the Democratic Party because they see what the Democratic doing today mm-hmm. is the same thing that they did back back home, back in their home, mm-hmm. you know, when they left those countries and they came here legally, mm-hmm. like uh, the Latinos and the Hispanics that came here legally, right. right? So they are living the plantation mentality. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say it like that, but that's that's the reality. The plantation mentality, mentality is that the, the, the plantation owner is going to provide me the medical, mm-hmm. they're going to provide me the food, it's going to provide me the little house, it's going to provide me the little clothing, and a little bit of food, and then a little bit of something, but not enough to make for you to make the difference. Como dice mi abuela, es la verdad. That's the real truth. And that's the real that's truth. That's the truth. <laughs> and I know I'm being raw, and not only raw, but I'm being... Uh, um, rough too, mm-hmm. but that's how I see it. Why I see it like that? Because I saw that back in, back in the other country that I came from. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not a Venezuelan anymore. I am an American citizen now, and there is a lot of flashbacks, mm-hmm. a lot of things that I say. Oh no, mm-hmm. please! Oh no! You know, that's that's the feeling that how you call it? Yebadu, babadu, dejabu, 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 exactly. So, mm-hmm. what, what I'm saying with this immigration, uh, with the Democratic Party by bringing these people uh, 
from uh, the, the illegal way, you know, crossing. They say crossing the border. I say invasion. Yeah, there's, yeah. You know, I say, I said it how it is. And it's I, an invasion. It is an invasion. They come over it. here, and then when they come over here, they are taking advantage of the uh, benefits of the system, okay? They are taking advantage of the medical. Look, in California, they want to give them free, free yeah. health care and free housing and all that Everything. stuff. Okay? But <laughs> what by it, housing, what, they mean a tent under the bridge, but go yeah, ahead. But what <laughs> it got that to do with district number four. What it got, that situation got to do with DeKalb County. Well, easy. When you allow somebody like incumbent to pass, um, ignore the laws, and mm -hmm. he's a judge and he's a lawyer, okay? Mm -hmm. he's, mm -hmm. he was, he's a lawyer, he mm -hmm. was a judge, and he ignores the law, the, law. the Constitution. When he was swearing in that position, he, he swore that he was going to defend the Constitution, the Constitution. of the United States. He mm -hmm. was going to defend the Americans, mm -hmm. okay? No, he's lining up with this foolish a squad and all these um, uh, Democrats who hate our country, mm -hmm. and then and then he's giving them a, 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 f a green light for the immigrants to come over mm -hmm. here, and they are coming to the district. And what mm -hmm. happened with them? They are taking the jobs away from the blacks. Mm -hmm. They are taking away the job from the Latinos who are legal in the district. Right. So they bring the wages down. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. they get paid eight dollars an hour. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who can survive and who can maintain a family with eight dollars an hour? Mm -hmm. Tell me. Right. No, it's not that's that's not gonna, not happen, gonna happen. Okay? So they he is promoting that kind of situation for the black citizens mm -hmm. of the Cal County. Mm -hmm. Get into the government dependency mm -hmm. because they are not gonna have a job mm -mm. that allows them to support their family with what fifteen dollars an hour, twenty dollars right. an hour? Mm -mm. You know. Right. They can they can talk about all the time trying to raise minimum wage, but whenever the government tries to control what a company pays, jobs are lost. And then it happens every time. There is a question that I ask myself and a lot of Hispanic get upset with me. But how come you are coming from Let's say Mexico or, or Guatemala, Guatemala or Honduras. Honduras. Okay, let's say you come here illegally. In two years, that person already had their own business. Cutting grass, painting, mm -hmm. whatever, name it. Mm -hmm. Okay? How come that person who just came from another country, they already have here a business going on, mm -hmm. and how come the Americans black who are born in this country... The Latino who are born in this country, the descend descendant, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm, who are born in this country, it's so hard for our citizen, for our people to get into the business mm -hmm. of cutting grass or cleaning or, or, or um, cutting trees, uh -huh. cutting, I mean, whatever, name it, name it. Look, here. Georgia is the state number one for businesses. Mm -hmm. And I seen a lot of illegal having their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Why our brothers and sisters, African American, they cannot have their own business? Right. Why? What is going on in there? Why the leaders are not allowing them? Exactly. And we need to, to develop. And these are the things that have to be talked about straight to the voter of District 4. And, and we've got to take it this, this hard truth that you're speaking here, Joseph. We have to take and remember, to District 4. The incumbent, he's doing this. He's benefiting mm -hmm. the illegal instead of his own people. Oh, absolutely. He benefits himself. All right, folks. We're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Josie, where can people find you? What's your website? 
josiecruz2020.com. josiecruz2020.com. Folks, look her up. Uh, but with the H, her. with the H before the S. And H before the S. So look her up, folks. Find her. Uh, if you have any trouble finding her, just email me. Uh, this has been a great show. Uh, thanks to my guest. You're listening to On Point with Victor. Be sure to tune in next week, and we'll be back. Thanks so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.